had a certain member of the team back on the show. Let's everybody give him a balls, balls, balls. balls. <laughs> Welcome back, Strata. I missed you. Yes. Spell sniper or warcaster? What do you guys think? Ooh, both are good. Ooh. Hey, everybody. Welcome back Hi. to Torchlit Tavern. We are a real play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast, just like all of the others, except worse. I'm very excited today, because t- today we have one of our wayward people back. But before that, my name is Jameson Oxford. I am your master of, what do they call it when you have cameos? It's not really a cameo, though, because he's, he's always part of the show and he's back. What do they call that? Return. It's a bit more of a callback. Master of callbacks. Mm. There we go. I am your master of callbacks, Jameson Oxford. To my left, and there's a challenger to my left. Oh, I'm shaking it up today. Who, who cut? Who cut? Who? That's the, you know what? Dwarfs first. Exactly. Once again, this is uh, Papadopoulos back. You haven't heard from me for quite a while because I've been driving the highways and byways of America. But yet, I'm here for this. Bop, ice road trucker. <laughs> to try to pull these people <laughs> from whatever cliff they're jumping off of. So, rather than having a cliffhanger, let's get on with the show. <laughs> Hi. Wow. Come into my house and you bring puns back so quick. <laughs> Hi. I'm the hanger of cliffs. <laughs> uh, back again to be saved by a local smithy. It's uh, Randall playing Dylan, who is both excited, confused, and worried all at the same time. That is the appropriate feeling when Bop is back. Yeah. <laughs> back in Bop. Uh, and uh, to my left. Phrasing. Yeah, that's gross. Uh, hey, gang, it is Ryan, and gross. I play Roy. And just for the record, now that Bop is back, I am now immune to sleep. So, sorry. <laughs> Aspect of mood! <laughs> and to my left. We got, one, we got one more, Bob. Tell us why we're mad at you after after Jeff. <laughs> well, uh, to, to his, hoping there's no more technical difficulties, is... Jeff, once again, reprising his role as the gentleman, the skeleton, Mr. Grimm. And as always, I'm very excited about playing today and can't wait to see what trouble we get into. We're nearing the end. This is the final countdown. The final countdown. That's right. I knew I was going to trigger all of you. Yep. And I'm ready to go. But before we do that, let's do some tavern keeping. Mm. Today we're going to do real short and sweet with the things that I have to say, and then we'll see if there's something that Jay has to say, and then we're going to bounce back to me. One, if you want to reach us in any way, shape, or form, you can reach us at Torchlit Tavern on all kinds of things. Tell them how many things, Ryan, they can reach us at Torchlit Tavern. There's a Facebook, there's a Twitter, there's an Instagram. Hell, there's even a Patreon. What? Even a Patreon. Yeah, that's right. You want to give us a little money? We'll take it. I hear there's subscribers on that. Those people are amazing. Our tavern goers are the top tier. Top tier. But you know where else they can find us, Jeff? Where else? On Twitch. They can find us on Twitch? You're damn fucking skippy they can. They can find us on Twitch every other Wednesday at this stage, which... Uh, you know, I'm not certain when this will be released, so I'm but not going to put a date in By this time, we're probably going to be two or three episodes in of our Twitch stream. Right. Yeah. We'll probably be a little bit in there, so you can go back and catch up and, and see. It's run by me, Jeff, <laughs> taking the DM role from, from Jay. He's <laughs> he's struggling with it. Yeah. But, be all right. but uh, 
He's doing all right. He's doing I think fine. He'll, I think he'll live. And we have a lot of fun. Come down to Wacko Mundo on see, Torchlit Tavern. You can see the beacon on of Twitch? entertainment. On Twitch. You got anything you want to say before we cut into this uh, show, Jay? I, I just read our reviews, and I'm going to read them again. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that I have read these ratings and reviews before, but I'm going to read them again because I just like to I just like to fluff myself uh, before we begin. Uh, Purple Mud, a long time ago, said, surprisingly enjoyable. I have never been a fan of D&D until I started listening to this. It's a great show. It's fun to listen to these guys. Simple, short, sweet. A little bit of a neg in there, which, you know, I think we need. We need to keep get brought low. That's, but, that's on brand. Yeah, but that's fine. I love it. Uh, keeps getting better and better. This is from Lead Bass. Very entertaining and funny, whether you know a little or a lot about D&D. Great story, characters, and hosts, and amusing holiday specials. By the way, meant to put four stars, but the spirit of Barry, who lifts, raised it to five. No complaints. Uh, and I know for a fact that that is from the Patreon subscriber, Kyle, who I recently finally made into a Patreon, or an NPC. Thank you, Kyle. Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> It's okay. We'll get another chance. Thanks, Kat. We might have gotten you in trouble, but it's okay. You're going to have a falling out, and you're going to end up in a better place. Uh, and then finally, from uh, Phileas87 on Apple Podcasts, listen to every episode, like the story and cast. Could recommend it to anyone who likes D&D. Once again, short and sweet, and we love you. Thanks, guys. I like to. That's it. If y'all want to get your review read, please leave us one. Please. Please leave us a review. Like, share, review. We appreciate it. And of course, have a great, uh, I think you have a great time here with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Please, please tell a friend. It's how we grow and it keeps us doing this. If you're in, if you really do enjoy us, we, we, we need that oomph because we're not great at marketing. Like that's, this is a fallback for us. So if you could help us with that one, that'd be nice. It definitely yep. helps with the machine. <laughs> <over> <laughs> uh, Indeed. And the machine overlords are cruel and they have weird rules. Weird rules indeed. But now that we've gotten all of our uh, all of our placating to our fans and how much we absolutely love them out of the way, let's crack into this. Last time on Torchlit Tavern. God, it never gets old. Roy helped Mullion and John limp to the safety of a nearby storefront while Grim and Evan engaged the intimidating Jennifer Eric in a life-or-death struggle on the cobblestone streets near the watch house. Sandra ran to help Mullion while Roy had a brief and cryptic conversation with the enigmatic Baba Yaga. She promised him she wouldn't engage until he had finished his fight with the mortal woman, however, and so he rushed to aid Grim and Evan, keeping the pressure on Jennifer until she was forced to run, blowing a whistle for aid. Meanwhile, Dylan was marched to the gate leading to the Dorvan Cliffhold where he was accosted by Fists of Newman, noble protesters, and finally, Krieg himself. Evading everyone with the help of Daedalus, Dylan made it to a line connected to a makeshift elevator, a line that once he began climbing was swiftly cut by Krieg, dropping him almost to certain death. Just as he thought his fall would prove fatal, however, he was narrowly saved by his wayward friend, Bopidopoulos. So you are dangling, you feel that your fucking arm has probably been wrenched out of its socket because you just fell a good 100 feet. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bop, your arm's probably not doing great either. I think combined between the two of you, you have a plus two strength. <laughs> uh, hmm. And that might be generous. Uh, I believe fairly generous here with my all oh, plus one over here, so... But, but the good news is is that we're not going to make you roll strength checks because you see a couple more dwarves kind of appear next to Bop and they start hauling you both up before you guys can both fall. Uh, as you guys sort of get tucked underneath the awning out of the rain. Uh, that's where we're... Yeah. So, Dylan, besides uh, 
taking up flying. Why? 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 Why are you on the cliff, Dylan? <laughs> so I'm pulled up, right? Yes. <laughs> You're pulled yeah, up. Yeah, you heard the struggle. There's a there's a solid like piece of structure nearby, right? Rock is very stable, Dylan. Yeah, I know. Just hold on. And I walk over and I just take a breath and then slam my shoulder in to reset the socket. <laughs> Roll me a medicine check. I don't know if you did that right. <laughs> I like looking for that sound effect. That's an all right roll. Let's see what my medicine is. Uh, 15 total. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In true bot fashion, he says that even though you definitely did. Maybe not carefully, and it certainly hurt a lot, but it works. You hear it pop into place. Oh, I, ro- I rolled the shoulder a little. Okay, 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 okay. I bring him a flask and tinkle it. I'm like, you know, we could have dosed you before that. I know. But you do. I'm you. on the job. I'm on the job, though, so I can't drink. I'll drink with you afterwards. Oh. There's oh. no job you can't do while drinking, Dylan. <laughs> standing next to you. <laughs> standing next to you are two Dorvan uh, soldiers who helped you guys get lifted at back. And one of them turns to Bopadopoulos, and in Dorvin, he says, Who is this man, Bop? Oh, uh, I should probably tell uh, Bop how Dylan looks nowadays, because that's changed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, last time you saw each other, you were in the tent, and he helped you escape uh, when you were I, tied up in the ca- in the, uh, the war uh, camp. I now wear uh, Mizium armor in the style of Griffinport, with the golden griffin emblazoned upon black armor with uh, green trim. Uh, I no longer wear my headband of intellect. I mean, since we're doing it, what does Bob look like? <laughs> but I do still have a great beard, thanks to my belt of dwarven kind. <laughs> so, Bob now wears... It, they look like various levels of gray robes. They're layered over. If you look closer and closer, though, you start seeing geometric patterns in them. Nice. Mm-hmm. If the sun catches it just correctly, it glints. <laughs> I... Uh... I don't know what he did. I told him to make a 15th level version of Bop, and God, you guys are going to be as surprised as I am for what comes out of him from now on. I'm worried. I am too. scared. Yeah. I think he was polite with the magic item, so we'll see how that goes. I was very polite. I, I, don't, I think I mostly took uh, potions, because quite frankly, you have to remember something, boys. I'm a transmuter. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, high-level transmuter. I am so nervous about dropping you into the game. It, uh, it, it's so, yeah, also funny because Dylan's lost most of his items. As you guys sort of take in each other and realize that you guys have both been about it, uh, away from one another, um, the, once again, the, the dwarf turns to Bob and, he, and Dorf and he says, Who is this human being? Yeah, well, Do you know him? The Thane says no outsiders. Uh, sometimes I think it's unfortunate that I do, and the Thane has met him before. He helped us with the oh. children back quite a ways now. Uh, when he says that, the, the, the warrior does look to you. He's like, you were the one who helped save the kids in uh, common. Uh, yes, um, I'm Dylan. And by the way, I can speak Dwarvish if you prefer that. I would. Good to know. He helps you up. Uh, yep, yeah, thank you. Um, we're going to uh, we're gonna cut back to the guys. Okay. Yeah. You guys, uh, Jennifer Eric is blowing a whistle and running full tilt away from you guys. Uh, do you guys continue this fight? Uh, yeah, I do, for sure. Absolutely. I'm not going to let her just run away. Okay, then I'm going to keep, yeah. keep the same initiative rolls. Uh, we are going to start at top of the round, but something else is going to be throwing a, a wrench. Uh, you guys see, as we sort of reestablish things, the rooftops, you can see soldiers are 
taking up positions with bows, and they seem to be showing up to help her and also cover her escape. Uh, you see that there's Already at least... Already in less than a round? Uh, she blew the whistle, yeah. Uh, they're, take, they're around. You see that they're not ready, but you can see them moving across the rooftops, particularly you, Grim. They're not in position. Okay. They have bottom of, the, uh, bottom of the round initiatives. Okay. Well, she gonna get hurt. Roy. Yeah. Is it my turn? It is. You're top of the round, technically. <laughs> uh, I am going to start running at her, and I'm going to say, Hey, Jen! And then I'm going to face step in front of her ass. Oh. I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to fucking full extend the rapier into her fucking chest. Uh, I mean, roll an attack. That's just, it's an attack roll. 14 plus 10. Oh, that'll hit. Uh, yeah. she, she's like, who are you? I'm Roy. Nice to meet you. Booming blade. Ooh. Uh, so that is an 11 and a 7 from booming blade. She's going to use her legendary attack to hit you. Uh, that is going to be hit you. She rolled a 20 total. Should be enough, right, Roy? Yeah, I guess. I thought so. Uh, and then we're going to go ahead and roll that, that great sword damage. Great sword coming down on you. X going to give it to you. Shout out to rest in peace, DMX. Uh, that's going to be 10 damage. Okay. Rest in peace. Uh, and then it's Grim's turn. Uh, Grim pulls out the Staff of Thunder and Lightning and uses the Lightning Strike on her as a DC 17 Dexterity save. Oh. That 20. Give me a second. Uh, for flavor, she senses the static buildup behind her, looks over her shoulder after hitting Roy, dives to the side. Roy, go ahead and do that Sword Burst attack damage. <laughs> 13. Uh, so that's 31 uh, Is it in damage a line? before it's halved. Yes, it's in a line. Roy, roll reflex. Roll a dexterity save. I just have a lot of faith in Roy, so yeah, that's why I went I for mean, it. I mean, that's fair. 17, dex. So she saved. Does she take half? She takes half, yeah. Half How much 31. She... Exactly 17. Okay. That's You're going to take 15 beats. damage, Roy. Uh, Roy, what does your sword burst do? It, did, it was seven, and yeah, it was seven plus six. Okay, uh, you see that she dodges out of the way, gets fried. Roy gets fried a little bit, dodging the other way. The the booming blade goes off, and you watch that she leaps. The booming blade goes off, and she like gets fucking double whacked and comes up in a tumble in a prone position. There was no <laughs> there was no win for that. Um, that's gonna make it Evan's turn. Evan's gonna throw his last magic stone at her. That's gonna hit. Uh, Evan's gonna do 10 damage. Just no, sorry, 12 damage. She's prone on the ground. <laughs> yep, just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, knocks her face into the cobblestones. This is not ending well for her. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's gonna do 12 damage. She's gonna use her, la- her, her, her two more of her legendary actions to once again try to frighten, uh, Roy. Roy, I need you to roll another wisdom saving throw, or be frightened. It's a DC 16, and then it's That's her turn. 19. Okay, no, no effect. She once again uses up half her movement, gets up, and dashes uh, away from you guys all. She is not doing great. She heals for 10 because of an ability she has. Uh, she sure shakes the blood out of her nose and takes off. A rain of arrows comes down at you guys. There's uh, 10 archers set up on the tops of these streets. A lot of them are aiming at Grim. Grim, what's your armor class? 15. Alright, so five of those would hit, but it's rain and windy, so we're going to try them again. Alright, so 
five arrows come at you with the wind, flips them away. Only two of them strike home. Grim, you take seven damage from arrows. Okay. That makes it Roy's turn. What do you do? I'm going to fucking teleport in front of her again. <laughs> and I'm going to cast Toll the Dead. Uh, okay, that's a ranged wisdom. attack. It's a disadvantage. Or is it a save? It's a save. Okay. 15 wisdom save. Um, every, as you do this, you keep appearing for her, and uh, through Jennifer Eric's vision, there's this red in her eyes from constantly being barraged. Uh, this time, as you leap in front of her, she catches the strangest silhouette of a woman standing behind you at the same time you do this. As she should. That save? So, wisdom save? That's a failure. Crap. <sighs> Because since she has taken damage, that's 3d12. Fuck. Dude. <laughs> How much? That is 12, 11, and 7. Oh. That's a cantrip. That's 30 points of damage. Take that. She, she's still standing. Blood shoots out of her nose oh. as this scream <laughs> comes out of your mouth, this banshee's wail. Uh, you see that she hacks up this black, nasty blood out of her mouth. <laughs> Where are you going, Jen? She just sort of stares at you again. Um, she uh, uses her command ally to have an archer fire at you. Uh, you're going to take... Oh, disadvantage. Uh, arrow fire just sings past you, misses you entirely. I don't move at all. I'm just staring her down. What do you think you're accomplishing? You're nobody. Who are you? I already told you, I'm Roy. What do you think you're gonna succeed at? You think that in the end that any of this is gonna matter? The rich are still gonna be in charge and the poor are still gonna be beneath us and you're gonna do what we say and it's gonna be for your fucking benefit whether you like it or not. Nah, at the end of this, you're going to be beneath everyone. Um, she tries to run she uses the disengage action and tries to blow past you. Uh, she moves 30 feet away. Grim. Yes, sir. I pop a little bit closer with my little face step and and on the ground. Just go. You're going to land? Yes. Okay. I'm going to land and, and be 30 feet closer. Okay. And then I've still got four chaos bolts loaded in these fucking cufflinks that I've saved for the just this type of scenario. Okay. So... Ooh, bitch. <laughs> Nat 20. Oh, no. Okay, so that's Bruh. 4d8. Jennifer, you were such a good NPC. You did more damage than anyone else I've ever had. Like, you were most effective. You and Jess were my, like, war horses. The two of you. You did such a good run. And I don't think it's gonna matter anymore. So, uh... I just got nothing. For, I'm not there. <laughs> for reference, it's gonna be psychic damage. Ooh, okay. Or, yeah, it's sure. gonna have psychic damage on top of that, I guess. I mean, she's she's uh, taken a plenty psychic damage. Six, thirteen. Run anywhere. <laughs> thirteen. Another seven twenty. And an eight twenty-eight. Plus two six is twelve. What's that? Forty. Uh, how do you want to do this? <laughs> ah, yes. Grim. Uh, poop pops down. And he looks straight down at her because he's got long range, so no matter how far away she is, she's probably not 120 feet. And he uh, puts his hand out and he goes, You've crossed the wrong fate today. And I fucking unleash out of the cuff link this fucking warbling bolt of chaos energy as it flies straight at her. 
her back to me as she just gets to turn and look at it before it hits him. Bang. She, uh, she looks over her shoulder just in time for it to catch her full on in the back, and even though it's this psychic uh, energy, it fully picks her up and throws her through the storm. She pinwheels like a ragdoll and lands in a heap. Uh, ironically, not far away from Jess. And then I'm going to use the rest of my movement to get the fuck out of there. As you do that, uh, we're going to go ahead and come out of uh, initiative order. And because you see from across the location, you hear this weird... Well done! Well done! Good job, Grim. Roy, it was amazing. Thanks. Sort of thaumaturgistically propelled through the storm, and you see like that there's like a little dancing light that's been thrown above her head so that you can see her clearly. Still sitting in a beanbag chair, smoking what is essentially a hookah, just watching you guys fight. I don't like it. <laughs> we cut back to Dylan and Bob. So, Dylan. It's nice seeing you. Oh, it's good for you to drop in. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, Ma- Master Bob, we, I, I regret to inform you that we don't have time for niceties. If you could, um, we, we need to get back to the war meeting. That's, that's true. Dylan, a wig in your ear, perhaps. A wig in my ear? <laughs> come along, Dylan. Just, just come along. Talk and walk. Got it. Well, Dylan, you see, there's a little bit of war going on, uh, if you didn't know this. Now you do. The dwarves, <laughs> well, we're very good at defensive structures. And by and large, we have our own things going on. Now, the ships that I've been preparing, and hush hush on this, Dell, and hush hush, I don't let it get out, but they're rather nice. And the armored war wagons, we haven't been able to sky deploy them yet, but they're getting there. Any questions so far, Dylan? I, DM has some questions. Yes. <laughs> I thought he would. The DM has some questions. Oh, good. First of all, not a question, more of a statement. Love that Bob decided to fill him in on his projects first, rather yes. than what was relevant to what's going on. Yes. That seems very Bob. Follow-up question, though. Ships? I don't think we discussed this, so let's let's go ahead and discuss this real quick. What ships are you talking about, Bob? Well, okay. Okay, okay, next time, right? So, <laughs> Maybe this is a lo- old conversation that I don't remember. Well, this is also half me making up a side conversation. So, <laughs> one and a half dozen of the other. Um, basically, an old campaign, flame, uh, my flame brethren that I went with for quite some time Yes. have been producing things, like giant magical oh, ships. That oh, yeah, no, I, I get where you're going with that, but man, I don't think I can muddy the world with this right now. That, that can be a later, th- like a campaign two thing. I, yeah. let's, the, okay, okay, not a problem. I, yeah, those are in production, not successful, because <laughs> just because I can't. <laughs> no, it's like... Okay, okay. I think we like need Dylan, four or five of them yeah. right now. I don't know what you're talking about, Yeah, we need four or five. Four or five, uh, five yeah, flying I, ships right now. Look, look, I haven't been able to get the war mm. wagons to work. We can't get the ships across the barriers quite yet, although obviously that's going to become not as much of an issue. That said, how's it been going on your end, Dylan? You have war Have you been... Don't worry about that. How has the temporal barrier of existence been going? I point up at the giant storm flooding Griffinport. That's just a little bit of weather. What? (laughs) Have you never been around a mountain, Dylan? We're not near a mountain. Just because... The spirit of a mountain comes to Griffinport finally doesn't mean anything. Oh. Oh, you don't know either. Uh, Bruce is, uh, 
Bruce is gone. Sorry, I didn't mean to drop that on you. It's just I didn't want to. What back to hell? No, he's he he left. He's Dylan's gonna reach in his pack and among papers and a bound book that uh, Bruce had given him, uh, he pulls out a set of papers for Bob specifically and hands it off to him, having not read it himself even. Hope you find yourself well, Dirt Pounder. I didn't know what to leave you, so I thought I'd leave you this. I figured it's nearly perfectly carved and a rock. So, you know, precision and dirt, two things you love. Bruce. Oh, I have Bop's package, too. <laughs> Bop was left a perfectly carved cube. Perfectly carved. <laughs> <laughs> Just a rock. That's it. Yeah, it's a perfectly carved stone cube. Filthy, filthy fish finger. He finally did something halfway decent. Although, (sighs) Dylan, what happened to his eye? Uh, oh, he took that with him. That's, that's going to be a... That's going to be a problem later. Oh, yeah, that is. mm. That's going to be a big problem later. That's for a different campaign, though. I didn't as, check that as, on my character. What? As, no. as Bob puts his hand on his hammer. Oh, the hammer speaks out to you, Bob. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Alan. Storylines. He's right. It's for another day. There's much going on in your city now. We can always follow back up. It sounds like this Bruce may have taken it to the mountain to keep it away from anyone's hands. The only ones who can go up that mountain are, very, are other Goliaths. It's good. I'll take your word for that. Except that's all in my head. I'll keep that in mind. So, well, too bad you can't take a letter back for me. Or at least a fish. Maybe some cod. Yeah, we, uh... But come on, come on, we need to get inside the mountain. Yeah, yeah, let's uh, get inside. Lots lots happened. Uh, so, Bob, fill them in on the situation in, before you guys get to the war room, is what I would But recommend. now his projects, I, I, his I know. other ones. I, no, I mean, yeah, his I, other projects as well, yeah. He's I, I, taking I up knitting. I need hit. Mm. <laughs> I need hit points, Jay. For what? For the conversation. Oh, hit points. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so essentially, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, Bob, that yeah. since the battle, it was a rout. It didn't go well. It wasn't a full loss because the big doomsday weapon that was that started firing off the top kept malfunctioning, and it never quite did what it obviously was supposed to do, which was just decimate people like Eye of Sauron, Death Star style. Um, you watched it sort of explode, and then you watched them turn it on a few more times. It hit some regiments, but it really never got off the ground. Um, and for that, you and King Roland were thankful, because when Roland took the battlefield, Will and Bennett had already been wounded. No one was there to control everything. King Roland had to take charge. So it was chaos. Things went poorly. The Thane is furious. Your, uh, yeah. your leader is mad because he marched his dwarves and their, your war machines in there hoping that for an easy victory and that is not what you got you guys basically walked into a trap you horizon and uh star using your magics have teleported much of the war leaders and a couple of very loyal fighters to the dorvan stronghold beneath griffinport you've been here for a full day and this day has been lost to argument 
the Thane is mad, King Roland's trying to hold his alliances together, yep. and that's essentially what you are telling Randall. Now, we can let it, me say that that's what you say, but I really want to hear that no, no, I'm lens. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dylan, uh, suffice to say, some of my equipment quite wasn't up to the scratch. The doomsday device, <clears throat> a little bit of an issue there. Explosions, fiery death, the usual what happens. Take a walk, no, knows what happens when things go wrong. Especially with uh, high-energy wards. Anyway, but that said, we were able to get uh, Roland, my my Thane, and a couple of the other important leaders out. Unfortunately, they have been at each other's throats for various reasons. After all, a dwarf does not forget a failure. King Roland's alive, that's good. Oh, you, oh, I guess you didn't know that. No. Yes, uh, the king is alive. Cool, that's good. A little bowing and scraping from you would probably be a good thing after. After all, uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna. Because you lot might of... also be the new head of your family. Don't know how that whole human dynastic system works. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works either. Did your house not? Edu- I'm not gonna worry about it. <laughs> no, he just has written me out of that so many times over. It's like I don't even, and I like paperwork. Even if he did. Doesn't doesn't your does not your king have final say on most things, especially of succession of an important noble house within the city itself? We really gave way too much power to our kings. Good you to think that way. That that's 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 a nice thought. That's a nice warm thought. Um, uh, talk talk to the children sometime. That'll it, you know it'll blow your mind away uh, just how much that's not the case. As you as you guys have this conversation, you guys uh, come to you guys remember it, it's a lot nicer than it was. It's not as rough hewn and new. You guys come to uh, the back of that big open cavern that's cut into the side of the uh, the cliff, and towards the back you go through the little tunnel rooms, and you've been here once before. This war room that that uh, Thane Strokyuk used to have his meetings in, and he would be private. And you, once you get there, you realize that it's been turned into a hall. They cut huge this huge section from the center rises this sturdy stone table there are dwarven runic symbols that go all the way around this table and within it uh you see some arguing people and you recognize a lot of them uh at the head of the table is thane strokyuk and he's and he's pointing his finger and he's shaking it and he's yelling apparently at king roland who is standing next to horizon and also star but you can't hear it because you as you guys come into the room uh, it looks like they're silenced. You can't hear anything that's being said. Um, and uh, before, as you guys crest uh, the door line, you are immediately uh, tackled and picked up off the ground uh, and uh, by a smelly, green, old friend. Dylan, I didn't think you made it. What? It's direct. Ah, it's, ah! it's direct. <laughs> Bro! Oh man, things got weird. <laughs> it's good yeah! to see you. Yeah, so we showed up with King Roland. Everything went to hell, man. Oh, I thought you had died. Well, isn't this a nice time for reunions? Look at you, look at you, look at you coming up in the world. Oh uh, yeah, no, uh, me and uh, Grimace uh, and a few of the of your scouts. Uh, we we were the only ones who sort of uh, knew what was coming, <laughs> sort of. And uh, so we, we 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 did what we could to keep people alive, and then we met up with the mages, and uh, and now uh, here we are. Uh, this is Griffinport, right? Yeah, this is. Uh... We're in the remember remember the hole. As Bob needs his brows. Yes, 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 it is. Remember the big hole underneath. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's it's, it's Griffin Boy. Yeah. Hey, Grimace. Thanks, Grimace. Nerd. He's hey, he's decent. Ah, uh, he's fine. Ah. Uh, 
Um, this Bob, Bob, oh yeah, I, I think I recognize you. Uh, no, he would know you by now. Um, so, yeah, yeah so as you guys come into this room, like I said, you can see a lot of the, the big, the, 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 the leaders of, um, that you haven't seen, uh, one of which being Horizon, you found him, uh, and, um, and they're all having this argument that you can't hear at the moment. Oh, this looks like a doozy. Yep, yeah, I wouldn't want to go in there, man. Uh, uh, yep. You know, let's you know go. What let's let's you, go see what know. it is again. Yep, yep. We have to do it, Drac. I can't. I'm happy. I'm happy you're alive. I truly am. Yeah, man. Falling off a cliff, dropping into. Hey, the next time you try to ditch me, I'm gonna hobble you. Can, Fair. Can, can, can you do that <laughs> right now? We've been in plenty of bar fights. You know, I can get you in that headlock again. I know. It's because you're I some some powerful noble commander of armies. You think I won't put you in a noogie? I don't even doubt it for a second. How's your back? <laughs> My back? It was so sore for so long. Yeah. Did anyway. not make sense. How we? How did that happen? Anyway, I, I got you. Are we going in there? Me and Bob are gonna go in there probably. Bob goes. Me and Bob are going in there, and it's gonna be really fucking awkward. But I'd like for you to be in there too, if, if well, you don't mind. Uh, what for? I mean, I'm coming, man. I got your back. I'm not leaving. You leave my side because you're too squirrely. Little shit. Uh, uh, but uh, what, what, what's the big deal? What are you guys going to do? Gorbeck left the bar and he's coming this way. Gorbeck left the bar? Yeah, he left the bar. Why? A lot of that entire district, McKearson. And you didn't you, think to mention this you, earlier? You kind of were talking a lot, Bob. I can't really get a word in edgewise sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that is saying something. Right. <laughs> 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 and that's all we need. More, more, more. May the gods have mercy on us all. As you fill in Bop and Drex, I'm going to cut back to Roy and Grim. Uh, as you guys uh, see her clapping and applauding, you hear, um, you see that the, you hear more whistles, you hear some gunshots come from down the street, and you see that a lot of- Gunshots? They have guns now? Yes. Uh, actually, because you gave them one. <laughs> I don't remember giving them any guns. You handed Dottie a gun? You, you did. Yeah, <laughs> you did I did Dottie hand Dottie a gun. Yes, I did hand Dottie a gun. But you hear the sound of shouting, uh, and then you also notice that the archers on the roofs have turned their bows away from you and are looking down the street. From down the street, you hear uh, some yells uh, that uh, at this point you can't see because of the, the, the rain and uh, and sort of... Just general maelstrom. Still across the yard, she is clapping. Um, Grim talks to Roy in their heads, and he goes, We've got to go. You don't want to see what her deal is? Uh, we just... Can can she also go? I don't do want to be want her to surrounded us? by these. No, no, but I do want to see what her deal is. I just don't want to be surrounded by these men. The more men that see us, the worse it gets. Fair. It's time to make a choice, Grim. I also am quite worried that she's going to try to make me put it on right now, and I we can't do that. That can't be done. Yeah, no, probably not. So let's leave. Do you want to just go, and I will figure out what her deal is? I'll probably catch up to you quick enough. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Okay, I'll see you later. Yep. Meet me, and I just put some place that it would be logical for us uh, to you meet. You did say that you were going to meet back up with the doors with Dylan after you went and got John. So, 
Yeah, I know. So what you can is. sort of, you, as you cut, like you see, you see that out of the uh, another side door from the shop that they ducked into, Sandra and Mullion come hopping out. Mullion looks like his foot is better. Uh, John looks good. They look ready to run, and they sort of look at you, and then they look up the street where the noise that you're hearing is happening, and you you see they kind of get this alarmed look on their face, and then they start moving toward you, Grim. Yeah, sure. Also, where's uh, where's um, oh, what's his Sandra. face? Evan. No, nope. Evan is with you. Yes. Not hit the, not the face I'm looking Who for. The, John wasn't the only person in there. We took somebody Darius else out. Darius left on a roof. Darius ah. is certain, currently. You 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 think about Darius and you look around and you see that he is uh, literally clutching with ama- surprising arm strength to a gutter beneath an archer. Uh, I I see that and I look at Tamolian and I go foot good enough to catch your friend. I got it. We need to move. Something's coming. Yeah, we're moving. And. Uh, I direct him to catch his friend, and then I roll my stealth. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Solid 10 on my stealth, and I, uh, I also, uh, try to throw up a minor illusion so that I don't, so that, like, maybe I'll blend in more as soon as I'm, like, not visible. So, yeah, uh, Mullion catches Darius. You kind of pop these spells. You start, like, kind of getting everybody into the shadows because I'm going to use your stealth roll. We're going to say that your stealth is bad because you're trying to get everybody involved. Um, because you're level 15, I can't pretend that you guys are dumb anymore. Like, I have to pretend that bad rolls are from other stuff. Right. So there's a storm. It's, it's, your, your foot slipped. Like, that's that's insane that that would happen. Otherwise, you'd succeed, right? Um, you're, course, fair, you're a fairy lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Down an alley, you hear a splintering crack from the direction that that uh, Mullion and Sandra and John and you know the the gang looked, and then you hear the sound of sort of a building collapsing, and then from around the corner comes running a mixed gaggle of of peasants, nobles like just civilians, and uh, you see Dottie and Block leading the charge, along with even some 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 palace guard, and they are in a full panicked sprint. And you realize why, as ripping through the wall of a building right behind them into the main street comes a large, serpentine, gigantic newt-like creature that then breathes in a deep breath of air, Godzilla-style. And from across the way, once again, magically, her voice echoing, I, uh, I brought into this world another sun, Grim. I thought it might push things along. I think you might like it. Have you ever heard of a beaver? Have I? <laughs> They're also known as lightning lizards. God, I hate you. Um, and uh, you see everyone sort of dodges to the left and right as this crackle of lightning energy shoots through the crowd. They all sort of dodge out of the way. Uh, you guys are out of range of it for now, but it gets almost up to you. It's like a 120-foot line of roaring lightning, just like Godzilla. Uh, uh, Godzilla so much... has atomic breath, sir. Pardon that's, me. That's fair, but it looks a lot like a beam of lightning. So fuck off. <laughs> Depends on which Godzilla movie you're watching. So you fuck right the fuck on. Let's fuck off together. <laughs> uh, and uh, and um, and also from the stall next to Baba Naga, the building collapses, and her gray render son comes charging out of the front door as well just ripping chunks of the front door off of himself and screaming, and then he roars at you guys. Foley, my friend. Go, Roy. Go, Ryan. Foley this up. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, what do you guys do? I mean, I was gonna go and talk to her, but <laughs> it feels like things are a lot more urgent now. 
than they were when I was going to go talk to her. <laughs> uh, uh, Roy, as you move to go talk to her and the Grey Render like splits the, the wall open, you see that her beanbag chair unwinds and you realize that the bottom half of her is a snake. She hasn't been sitting. Oh. She's been coiled. I'm going to regret this. and I'm going to keep going to fucking talk to her. It's good to see you, Roy. You're looking good. Uh, uh, thank you, Baba. Why? Why? This isn't helping. And it's not, if anything, it's delaying us more. She, 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 she does sort of like, she's got this like smile and sort of this sadistic grin on her face. And when you say that, she does sort of get like this sort of sympathetic look. And she, she looks you dead in the eye through the rainstorm. And she says, because it has to happen. Why does it have to happen? We can get it done. It, it, the, the mantle will be put on, but every time the city is in trouble and the people are in trouble, like you are putting them in trouble currently, we have to stop and do that instead. This storm is not natural, boy. And I, and I I'm know aware. you can't it's see been, it. It's been raining for a lot of episodes. I do the edit, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time to explain to you how little time you have. And I can't explain epidemic sound to you. Epidemic sound. Dwarven Fork. Uh, <laughs> yes, that there is not a lot of time, and it, it's wild to me that you were making it worse instead of helping us get it done. It's a, it's always been a matter of priorities, Roy. And what is the priority? Because it should be getting the mantle where it needs to go and put on, which you are delaying. No, because you are delaying. Because you are trying to accomplish something else. I need to make you do it because you are running out of time. You must do it because if you don't do it, the repercussions will be everlasting. So, either put on the mantle yourself, or tell Grim to do it, or I will have to best you both and do it myself. Last chance. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> Somebody weigh in. Help me out. <laughs> uh, in the wise, wise words of Socrates, Paulus! Yeah, because I cannot, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be able to fucking fight her right now. Yeah, I mean, I'd get the fuck out of there, uh, speaking as a player. Speaking is grim. Get the fuck out of there. Uh, but I can't hear her side of things, yeah. so I can't really. Speaking of uh, bop, I just plainer binder, but you know, reasons are reasons. <laughs> Get her to bop. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, you do have a high level caster. Um, Roy, I do need you to tell me what you are doing. I guess uh, you're going to have to try and take it from us then, huh? I guess so. And she springs forward at you, Roy. Everybody roll initiative again. As she leaps at Roy, we're going to cut back to Dylan and Bob. Um, so you guys have filled direct in on the situation and Bob, sort of a couple of things that Dylan has known and why you're here and what your stakes are. Uh, and Drex goes, oh, shit, it's heavy. It, it, you got, you got, uh, you got Gorbak out of his, out of his fucking bar. I don't think I've ever seen him out of his bar. I'll be honest. Oh, it's that bad. It scared me more than the giant crab. Yeah, you've had a day. I've never had reports of him ever being out of that bar. Just a second. You get reports? Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, you get used to Bob. Hey, if somebody is going to need some ale, I have a new vintage for him. That's all I'm saying. We will... Uh, Dorvin ale? Nah, man, I prefer grog. Wait, what? which ale? Because you had that weird tasting ale a while back. <laughs> as far as I know, it's it? still been maturing. <laughs> Okay, um, I just usually trust whatever Sandra gives me. Okay, guys, stop talking about ale. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, in this case, okay, well, uh, it's like, I, I think we go, uh... So we head in? Well, 
let's go rip let's go rip this bandage. So my my lords, my kings, my thing. The moment you cross the threshold of this this circle of runes, this like bubble of sound pops, and all of a sudden you hear uh, everybody yelling at each other. You enter this tumult of voices. Um, it's like you promised us that this would go. You promised us that this would have gone better. We put our doors in line, and our Azar brought machines, and nearly all was lost. It was a rout, and it was supposed to be. We were supposed to be walking into allies, not enemies. And uh, King Roland fires back. We, you, it's not my fault. I wasn't in charge. You followed my my idiot brother and his stooge, William Bennett, into battle. How dare you blame me for this? Uh, and that's what you guys walk into. Uh, you see Horizon and Star trying to get a word in edgewise. They're being completely drowned out because they are timid by comparison to these two personalities. I, I put a put a hand to my throat to make a mystic gesture. My lords, my thane, perhaps forgiveness... And a quest is an order for the one who stands beside me, a Bennett. Um, the hush falls over the crowd, and all eyes turn to Dylan. Dylan steps forward and takes a knee, because it is two kings, and this is a very, very formal setting. Uh, Captain Bennett, for- you made it out. Uh, I go by Fisher now. He, he, uh, he sort of cocks an eyebrow at that, but then just... Captain Fisher, then. Thank you. You do sense a little bit of heat coming from Roland. Uh, no, last time you met him, he was cool with you, but there seems to be some... some, some uh, your, your insight leads you to believe that he's not happy. No shit. <laughs> I, I whisper out of the side of my mouth. Dylan, what did you do? Uh, yeah, just everybody's glaring at him across this fucking uh, table. I uh, stand back to my feet, put both hands behind my back, clasped together. Thane Stroke, King Roland. Sirs? They nod their heads at you. You want to tell us what happened back at Santitas? It was a trap, uh, laid by Lord Azazel, and originally it was going to be walked in with the king's armies, and I did everything I could to warn, and I could, everything I could, but it all kept going sideways and wrong over and over, and, uh, it just... You knew about it! I tried to warn as much as I could, and that's why we were able to get... The regiment somewhat organized by the other leaders. Uh, after what happened with Will and Bennett? Um, well, Reports said that you met with him and then he was attacked by an assassin. Yes. You were seen fleeing with said assassin. What happened? So I went and spoke with my, uh, fa- well, with Will and Bennett. And uh, it was revealed to me that he uh, had uh, Krieg, the Fist of Newman, kill my son. Uh, you watch Roland sort of hang his head when you say that. You see the Thane just gives you this steely gaze of, like, of, of just, dis- like, sort of, there's disapproval. Uh, but, like, you see that, like, your insight leads you to believe Roland understands what you did, and he's still like, fucking why? And, uh, I wasn't sure what to do in that moment, and, uh... So you attacked him? Yes, I, I attacked him, and it was... An error in my judgment, and I uh, poured glue upon his face. And uh, the the Thane waves his hand away. I I'm not worried about the crimes against Will and Bennett right now. What I'm more worried about is what we are going to do. The next step. Things are ruined. For all we know, there is an army of demons with laser beams coming to march upon us at this very moment and let me tell you king i don't think my dwarfs will stay to help 
quite frankly, my, my thane, perhaps we should snick, stick our noses and see what smells are about. Bop, I don't think that you are the one that I will trust at the moment. You're too engaged in, this, in these human struggles. We lost good dwarves. You were there. I... I was. I was indeed. I had never thought of such destruction could happen. Sir, uh, sir, with the utmost respect, I... I believe us to at least be... Well, I hoped one day to at least be friends with you, but that may not be possible now with my... I thought we were too, but you seemed too volatile. And it was a mistake. I have... I have a nation to lead. And it is a mistake I am correcting, sir, because I have made many, but right now, it is not just our kingdom at risk, it is the world at risk. The Fey plane is crashing down upon us. You can see it when you look outside, the storms, the monsters, the creatures. It's all coming for all of us. The Thane actually nods at you and he says, We are actually aware. Our Azer allies have told us such that you what you speak is truth. And it's the only reason that I'm listening to you right now. And we may have a way to fix this. What happened at Santitas was awful and... And avoidable. We were able to, though, in that battle, recover the mantle. And... Where is it? My allies have it in their possession. Topside! Yes, sir. You know that everyone in that bloody city is going to be gunning for it. Yes, sir. And I trust them with everything I have. Do you have something of theirs on you, Dylan? No, uh, my bag of holding recently went away. And with it, a lot of items. Keepsake, a memento. Bob, horizon! <sighs> I, I'll... I don't, they, they were rescuing John Finroan and other allies to assist us. Horizon uh, is sweeping around the outside of the table and heading Bob's way. Bob, 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 with me, to me. We, we will go get them. Aye. Uh, and you and Horizon sweep out of the meeting chamber. I hope you have. I hope you have a scrying spell or two. Uh, he 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 points his fingers at Star and says, "Star, come." Uh, and uh, respectfully to both of you, you are both strong leaders, but I cannot speak for everyone in this city, nor can I speak for all my allies. And I believe that there must be another person at this table discussing the fate of this country. I don't think you should be speaking for anyone, but who do you think should be speaking? The orcs. And I thought about this, and I would... There's a lot of, lot of grumbles happen around the table from all the dwarves. And I would... I know there's a history that cannot be solved with what I say, but Thane Stroke, uh, when I first met you, it was as this great merchant that was leading his people. Am I wrong? On many things. I... For this consideration to my friends more than anything else, so they may speak, so they may have a place here. I would make a trade with you of the two most valuable things I have. And uh, Dylan pulls out Static. This is a very unique blade, and I believe your Dwarven Smiths would be very interested in it. It wasn't crafted by Smiths of this country, it was crafted by the Mages. And it is a powerful weapon that has slain more foes than some of the most legendary blades I've read. Uh, roll a persuasion. I have advantage um, on persuasion against dwarves. That's good. Do that. This is good. The, the DC's pretty high, just because this, the, like, giving them just a weapon is going to be... No, it's two things. Yeah. I wasn't done. But I actually oh, okay. rolled pretty well. Uh, that's, what's my charisma? Oh, uh, I don't have persuasion. Uh, 22. 
Okay. They look at the weapon. One of the one of the one of the men at the table takes it from you, and he looks at it. And he's like, "It's of good make. It's not Dorvin, but it's fine." And there's sort of some knots. Like you see the thing go. A paltry gift of weaponry is not going to change what has happened between us all. I need to look out for my people. What else do you have? And Dylan will get on his knees. I have my pride, and I will swallow every bit of it as I beg you to please help my people. As you help yours, I'm trying to help mine. The Thane comes walking around the table. You hear his armor thumping against the stone. Who are your people? My people are every man, woman, and child in this city, not just the nobles. All of them. And I can't save them, but I can at least try and get them to in this room to talk to you. So maybe just maybe they could they can have a chance. Roll me one more persuasion. This one's at disadvantage. But with advantage? Uh, so it's so normal. Yeah. That's not bad. That's a 20 total. Okay. He looks at you and he says, I'll let the people in. I'll let your humans and your nobles and your peasants and anyone else you see. But I cannot convince my people to house and shelter orcs. There's too much history and we won't be caught. With enemies in our gates so soon after such a loss. They're not your enemies. They're just people. Drek stands up. Hey man, fuck off! Yep, that was what I was waiting for. Thought. You and Horizon step out. You, you immediately uh, get everything sealed. You see everyone, you see the thing, go talk to Dylan as you guys are leaving the room. And you see Drek point his finger and say something that looks defamatory. But, but Horizon sort of puts his arm on your shoulder and kind of moves you away. Love Drek. So much. I think that's just why, 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 why is it? Water. No, not not the important bit. Not the important bit. Okay. Scrying spell. Do you have one? Okay, Star. Can you help us locate them and then maybe we can teleport them? Bob, you already have a teleportation circle within this uh, within uh, this hold, correct? Yeah, no, no. Uh, my workroom's over here. Let me go down a couple halls. Dwarves are running around. Put my hand up to a stone door. We won't. We won't be able to use the teleportation circle to, to, to get to them, but we can use the teleportation circle to get back. Um, Star, uh, is there any way that you can locate them? And she says, the, well, the quickest way would be if there was an item, as we said, but if Dylan doesn't have anything, is there anything on their person that maybe we could track? Do we know? Oh, they do have apparently the mantle, which is an incredibly powerful magical device within relatively close means, so... <laughs> oh, this is, this is very true. Wait, wait. Oh, you know what? That's right. I think one of them has my stone. Your transmutation stone? Yeah, I left it with one of them. The smaller one. Roy. You gave your transmutation stone to a... Bop. Who has it? The small one. He likes to stab things. Uh, we will cut back to you fighting. Uh, as she leaps at you, uh, top of the initiative is Grim. Hell yeah. Grim's just, just about had enough. He looks over at... The, the group and he goes go go to the dwarves and then he looks back at at Roy because he sees instantly what's about to go down he sees this Mullion sort of looks looks at the direction of where the dwarven cliff is and you realize immediately that that is in the direction of this this big monster I 
figure it out. <laughs> they, fuck. Okay. All right, bud, you're go fuck me. All right, guys, come on, come on, come on. And he's and he got Darius in his arms, running barbarian style uh, away uh, with uh, with along with uh, with John. Sandra stays with you. I have a few tricks. Fair enough. Are, are any of those tricks making sure I don't die? She turns to you and she casts. Fuck, what kind of dope spells can I give you? She casts heal, bud. I didn't know you could cast fuck. Yeah, she casts fuck. She's a Vesperin? They can cast fuck. Uh, they can she, cast fuck. She's gonna go ahead and cast. <laughs> she looks you up and down, realizes how absolutely fucked you are, and cast heal. You gain 70 hit points. Fuck yeah. That'll put me right back to the, the, the top. Thank you. And then he's gonna move his 30, poof his other 30, uh, reach, go into his hat, grab out the. Or he, the, the staff of thunder and lightning and with the other hand reach under his ribs and pull out uh, conceit and he's gonna go not the time and then fucking charge at Baba Naga to, to like hopefully allow us to be able to break out of this cause I know that like this fight is kind of coming but I also don't necessarily think me and Roy are fully ready for that I am no. absolutely not ready for this fight yeah. it'll be fine so I'm just trying to watch your back. I just took the heel. You didn't. All right. So you're heading straight for Baba Naga and Roy, then? Yes. Okay. So as you cut across the beaver, which is sort of in front of you, but to the right of that situation, uh, yeah. is is cha- you see this whole flood of people being chased forward by this beer. Just a mixed bag of panicked people. Um, they all run past you, and you see Sandra is sort of like guiding them past. Go, go. And the beaver is actually going to try to intercept you, Grim. It 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 it, it charges forward again, uh, bounding up to you. It can move 50 feet, so it's going to get to you. Well, I mean, I just moved 70 in total. total. Yeah, but you basically moved diagonally closer to it. Oh, not yeah, to it, but yeah. Yeah, I was just saying. Yeah, so it can get to you. Uh, it's going to go ahead and it gets to make two attacks, uh, one with its bite. And then if, and then another one with its constrict, because it's like this big, long, newt-like snake. Uh, what is your armor class, Grim? It's uh, lower than 18, right? Correct, that, 15. That's Okay, it's a 15. Yeah, so you immediately get hit by this giant blue salamander uh, newt snake thing. It does 3d10 plus 6. Uh, so, Ow! Yes, that's going to be 15 piercing damage. And then it's also going to constrict you for another 2d10. So how much is that? That's going to be... That's a total of uh, 37 damage, and you're grappled. Fuck. I just got all these health points back. <laughs> She's used to fucking me up. All right. Um, that's going to make it Roy's turn. Roy, what do you do? Oh, bro, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I, I just tried to think of something to do this whole time. I just ran over to help you because it didn't look like you were going to run. So I was like, fuck, if you're not going to (laughs) run. I mean, like I had said earlier, I was going to let her fucking hit me and I was going to Misty escape away (laughs) because I'm invisible after that. Fair. What do you do? Do your thing, bro. I mean, but now you are grappled, so. (laughs) It's okay. I can get out of that. Uh, Question. Am I allowed to use new shit now? Yes. Yeah, you guys leveled up after your fight with Jennifer. This is a new day. You may level. Uh, this is th- that was the fight that got you to level up. You were leveled up. Yes. Okay. <sighs> Let's check this out. Sandra does call out to you as she's pushing everybody up. She's stepping up to the battle as well. She lets you know, Roy. Roy, if you can get clear, do it because what I'm going to do will hurt you too. Okay. I am going to. Uh, I see both. How far are they? 
uh, Grim and the thing. This is like 30, <laughs> it, it 30 feet behind you. 30 feet behind me. And Naga is headed for me. Yes. She hasn't gone yet, but she's leaping at you. You want initiative. Okay, I'm going to take a look at Naga, and I'm also going to take a look at her crazy, creepy thunder lizard thing, and I'm going to... Oh, there's also the gray render, which is not far away from you as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm, just, I'm gonna focus on these two. I'm going to uh, outstretch both hands in both of their directions, and I'm going to snap both of them and cast Shatter twice, because I can do magic magic now. Oh! Nice. Twin spell. Twin spell, and I'm going to cast Shatter on both of them. That is a con 18 for both. Okay. On Baba Naga, and they both fail. One rolled a one, the other rolled a three. Cool. Obviously, I'm aiming the shatter up high and just trying to get the, some of that fucking thing so I don't hit Grim. Uh, I, I, for, I, I'll just for flavor. So, uh, Baba Naga, you just shatter the stall above her head. Go ahead and roll damage. Um, and, and underneath the Beeher's foot, you just see him get tipped over completely sideways as you blast the, the street below him, knocking him and Grim over to the side. What's the damage they take? <laughs> God, Roy's so fucking cool. Uh, hold on, I need a dice roll for this one. Really <laughs> fucking dope. Okay, okay, so do I need to roll for both of them, or do you want them to take the same damage? Just do the same damage, please. Forty-seven. Yeah. So, yeah. So the beer gets gets toppled onto its side. Uh, the uh, you immediately catch her up in the wreckage of this, and her like leap at you gets fucked up. Um, Sandra is stepping forward. Uh, because she's after you. Do you have a movement and do you do something? Uh, I will face step away toward near Sandra. Okay. Um, she's going to step up. She's kind of walking away from the beaver. She steps up in front of uh, Baba Naga and and she casts Forbiddance. I don't even know what the fuck that does. That's fucking, the I didn't hear it, but it's a good spell. I've never even heard of it. <laughs> she pulls out. Yeah. She, she pulls out some incense and holy water. She sh- and and this this red powdered dust throws it into the air in, in a wall in front of her and says so, a prayer to Vespera. And she creates a ward against magical travel that protects up to forty thousand square feet of floor space to a height of thirty feet above the floor. For the duration, creatures can't teleport into the area or use portals, such as those created by the gate spell. To enter the area, the spell proofs the area against planar travel and therefore prevents creatures from accessing the area by way of the astral plane, ethereal plane, Feywild, Shadowfell, or the plane shift spell itself. In addition, the spell damages types of creatures that you choose when you cast it. When a chosen creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, the creature takes 5d10 radiant or necrotic damage, your choice. Oof. So she throws that up in Baba Naga's face and her little, and her son, the Grey Render. Uh, they immediately take 5d10 damage. Uh, and she starts to run back with Roy. And she's like, that will hold them for a period. Uh, is Grim okay? And she's gonna roll that damage. That's gonna be fucking... Ooh, that's so good, Sandra. It's gonna be 42. So yeah, so she does that. You watch Babanaga, who still tries to leap at you, comes up against this 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 wall of pink light. Uh, the Grey Render shields its face and scurries backwards, and uh, you see that they both sort of take the damage and try to go around... Uh, this wall that she's thrown up across the street. The other PCs run. The NPCs run. The Grey Render throws himself against the wall one more time. He's too stupid. Baba Naga yells at him to stop it. Uh, he's going to take another handful of dice because he's stupid, stupid, stupid. 
That one's not as bad. It's only 25 damage. <laughs> Don't, sweetheart. Go around. Go around. Go through the building. It's like paper to you. The beeher, though, is on your side of this this thing. Uh, Grim, top of the round, it's your turn. Fantastic. Uh, Grim is going to... Sandra, once again, at the top of your turn, says, We need to get out of here now. Of course. Grim uh, pops out of his grasp, because there's nothing that says I can't teleport while being grabbed. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, I pop out of its grasp, end up behind it, uh, tell them to move. Move! And uh, just really quickly try to, like, pop it a couple times. I'm going to pop one of my... uh, I'm going to pop the Quicken spell, which allows me to cast as a bonus action. And then I'm going to actually cast Poison uh, Spray. So he has to make an 18 con save. Okay. That's a natural 18. Does he have a minus? Well, fuck. Nah, he's got a plus four. Yeah, now he makes it. Nothing happens. That's the unfortunate downside. I had a chance. That spell. That spell is such an all or nothing. Yes. It's like babies first disintegrate. (laughs) Yeah. You're wrong. Yeah, you have a move now. I have a move. Then I move. Okay, easy. All ass, buddy. Then it does nothing, and I run the fuck away. Uh, as you run away, uh, you, you see Mullion and the gang and just this other group of people. They've just been swept up in this crowd running away from this fight. Um, you see them cut, uh, like, up a street and then try to up an alley to try to get around this whole situation, get behind the beaver and head toward the, the, the dwarves. Um, but then you immediately see them, uh, running in another, like, turn around and run the other direction as you start to follow them. And it's at that point that you hear the sound of pipes. Oh. I don't have time for this. Uh, as you come up, you, you hear that sound. Uh, Roy, you and Sandra move to, when you get up next to him over the sound of the rain, you also hear the sound of pipes, and you hear Sandra going, it's too soon. And, uh, you guys turn, and on one side is this angry beaver. Uh, you see that Bob and Naga and the Grey Render are, are tearing through, like, a building and going around. You can hear them, like, destroying a shop to try to get around this forbidden spell. And then behind you is just the watch house. There's, like, no other way out. Uh, around the corner uh, turns this flood of rats and walking casually down the street playing his pipes is Pan. I just, I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> is that Roy saying that? We're gonna, so- get, rid, we're gonna get rid of this mantle. I, I never want to see these people again. Okay? Can we just go? Uh, I, I actually agree a little. Yes, move. Where do you move to? You're surrounded. Um, move towards the side that's easiest to dodge. What, what, what would I think is the easiest thing to dodge? You move to the, uh, I mean, you've fought Pan. You know he's pretty nimble and he can fly. The beaver looks kind of dumb, but you've seen it also move pretty quick. It's, it's a toss-up, my dude. Also, you know the beaver can breathe lightning. Uh, here's the deal. As you guys sort of scramble to try to figure out where to go, the... Not, like, when it rains, it pours, right? And, Grim, you're starting to realize that everything is coming undone. Um, As you turn a corner, you look down an alley trying to figure out which way to go, and the alley is filled with lush greenery. You see that there is a horde of mounted Eladrin riding from, like, they're, they're a ways away, but they're charging forward. Something is coming undone around you. You see that the tear in the sky is cracking, and uh, everywhere you look, when you if you look too quickly, you're not in a city anymore. You're in the Feywild. Mm. Graham, this is getting 
Troublesome. Uh, Grim, roll me an intelligence check. Make it Arcana. Well, that's not Grim strong suit. If you're okay at Arcana, you can do Arcana. Or Nature. Oh, well, hey, I rolled pretty well. So, let's see what I can add to it. Nature, Arcana, or Flat Intelligence. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Arcana, I'm okay at. Let's see what, what if I'm better at anything else. Nature? No, I don't know nature. Nature's not my thing. <laughs> so, Arcana it is. Uh, so, 19 plus 6, 25. Okay. Uh, I, I rolled for a veal as well. You were standing with a veal uh, and Roy, and uh, it looks like your, your, your friends sort of got away, or at least they're away from this fight, but you guys seem to have been cut off, and Avil and you both at the same time come to the same conclusion. There's too many Fae here. It's causing... It's causing more rift. Mm, we need to get them out of here. As you say this thought, the rats, the beher charge, uh, this host of, of Aladrin are thundering closer and closer. And then a bright light happens. Uh, and standing next to the three of you are the familiar visages of Horizon, Star, and Bapadopolis. Oh, God. Hi. <clears throat> Maybe not the best place for you to be, but I am very happy to see you. Bop, close the circle. We could use some help. Close the circle. Everybody get inside. Get inside quickly. I'm already inside. I'm I just put next to you. I am attached to Bob. <laughs> it's like, Roy, how's it been going? Bob, I've never I've never been so happy to see you. Also, if you cast sleep, I will kill Don't worry. You. I picked up a wand. It's a little bit more directional. <laughs> invulnerability sphere. You cast invulnerability sphere? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Horizon goes, This doesn't... Oh, I meant to, to teleport, but okay. And he, like, panics, and he, like, pulls out his wand. I guess we're fighting. <laughs> oh, oh, we're still fighting. Okay. I don't have oh, the no. for this. Look, all you have to do is keep... I put the sword in my chest, and I go, Okay, okay. I keep, keep them off me, and, I'll, I, and I can now build a teleportation circle and link it back to my old one. It's a very simple plan. Let me concentrate on this. Isn't okay, it? yes. I take out a bit of chalk and I start writing on the ground. <laughs> it's raining. Uh, and vulnerability sphere. It what is outside? I don't care about the inside. Oh, uh, well, okay. well, you got when the invulnerability sphere goes up, a swarm of rats just covers the top of you guys <laughs> as you guys have this little argument. Um, Sandra turns to you, Roy, after you complain that you're not doing great and she casts Cure Wounds at fourth level. You're going to heal for 35 hit points. I'll take it. Thank you. You're welcome, Roy. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and uh, so you're under an invulnerability sphere. You just see this, like, there's rats, right? And then there's the crackling of lightning shoots over the top, all the rats go away, and then the top of the dome just goes whoop, and now you see this big old newt is trying to swallow the sphere. He's just got you guys like in his mouth like a big old egg, and he's trying and to gum you. And all the rats. <laughs> and all the rats. Just everything that was there is just oh, oh, oh. This is the worst thing I've ever been inside, and I was in a train wreck recently. Nah, just keep keep your pants on, Roy. It, it is pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. Shush, shush, shush. Shush, shush, Um, but... I might be able to help. Hmm. Did I get this conjunction of runes right? I think I did. I think I did. Yeah, yeah. No, that looks good. Can I cast out of this thing? No. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't do anything. And I put everything in my hat, and I fucking uh, put for... my, my cane in my crook, and I just stand there and go, I can't, I can't cast out. Do you want me to shoot an arrow through it? Can I even do that? I don't, Sorry. I don't know what you want here. 
Uh, an air, uh, Autolux Resilient Sphere, a sphere of shimmering force, encloses a creature or object of large size or smaller within range. Uh, technically, the four of you can fit in a large space. So, an unwilling creature must make a dex saving throw on a failed save. The creature is enclosed. Nothing, not physical objects, energy, or other spell effects can pass through the barrier in or out, through, though a creature in the sphere can breathe there. Sphere is immune to all damage, and a creature or object inside can't be damaged by attacks or effects originating from outside, nor can a creature inside the sphere damage anything outside it. The sphere is weightless and just large enough to contain the creature or object inside. An enclosed creature can use its action to push against the sphere's walls and thus roll the sphere at up to half the creature's speed. This is the exact uh, spell that you guys were caught in back in the Mage's College. Is this a... Uh... How, how big, like, are we, is it allowed to encapsulate all of yes. us? Uh, there's <laughs> just, at least like, the, you okay, said four, but there's like eight of us in here. It's not functional or comfortable, but yes, you are capable to crowd into a 20 foot sphere. That is what you're in. It's like, move, move your foot. Don't disturb this gym. Does one of you happen to have a... Bop, it what? also lasts for a minute. Uh, well, I, uh, it's a good thing that it casts, well, it takes one minute to cast a uh, teleportation circle then. <laughs> Thank yeah, Grim just sits goodness. there. He's got his arm. He's got the, the he's got the cane in the crook of his arm, and uh, <laughs> and his arms crossed at the same time. Like so, his hands on the cane in the crook, and he just sits there and he looks at all of this fucking shit I, around him. I hope you can find like the sound of something sliding on gla- you know when you have that sliding on glass sound. Hey, hey, uh, Horizon. I, I imagine you might like know haste or something because he needs to do this quickly. Oh, hey, I will be done with this. In just in time. <laughs> uh, you know what? Are you certain, Bob? Uh, yes. Fuck it. If this is the time, this here, is the here, time, move. I guess. It. Grim, lift, lift your left leg. Uh, yes. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh, it, 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 right. it's, uh, looks, it looks good. Yes, my calculations were correct. Do any of you happen to have a quartz? No. Uh, no. Why would I? Star reaches into a pocket. Yes, I, I think I, oh, think I Oh, did. good. I needed one of those. Yeah, I had a diamond. I didn't want to waste yeah. it. Yeah. Why aren't you prepared? Look, look. I could uh, use several lesser gems or the one diamond can, that I could power this entire thing with. You know, let's go. Yes, no, let's, that, let's that's, go. That's a good can point. you cast let's the spell, please? Let's go. Yes, please do not interrupt him, Star. So, Bob snaps his fingers, and all of a sudden, everybody flies <laughs> and reappears in his workroom in the Dwarven stronghold. Oh, fuck. About time. And Grim fucking takes his cane and he goes, Roy, we've got things. Yeah. We walk off together. Bop, it was wonderful to see you again. (laughs) For the last five minutes, Dylan, you have been in the center of a... of a storm of insult and pointed fingers. The moment Drek said fuck you to the Thane Adorves, there were guards that tackled him, and not one of them seems to be able to get their hand over his mouth because he is cursing them to high hell. You piece of shit, you're gonna leave my people to fucking die. Get my, go fuck yourself. You high sanctimony, you, you know what? You're not even high, you're too short to be high, you piece of shit. If I caught you in a bar, it'd be on. I'd punch you in the mouth till you couldn't breathe. And then you just finally he gets buried under this thing and uh, from behind you guys, or from behind you, Dylan, as you sitting there just as you are with your head, head, <laughs> head in your hand, uh, Roland has joined you and is similarly like face palming. Uh, you are joined by Bop. Sandra... Grim and Roy, and 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 Horizon and Star. God, what is happening now? Pardon me, gentlemen. As Grim busts in, uh, may I introduce the gentleman skeleton, Lord Thaddeus Grim of the Fae? Uh, 
roll me a uh, charisma check with advantage because you're aiding each other. Uh, but this, but but uh, you're gonna need to roll high because nobody's listening. Uh, nineteen total. Okay. Uh, so you 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 yell this out. Uh, oh, I'll, then... I'll do it then. Like, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, the gentleman skeleton, Lord Thaddeus Grimm. Uh, you see that. Like, half of them do look and at the skeleton that's shown up. You do know that some of these people uh, you've met uh, previously. Some of these dwarves. Definitely yeah. the Thane. The Thane sort of eyes you. Uh, well, so royalty, but, like, the fight, the, the fight does not stop. You're, they're aware of your presence. And then they just sort of, like, you see a few of them, like, ward against evil when you come in. Um, I remove my hat. I put it to my chest. I take a bow. I click my fucking... Uh, my staff on the ground, or my cane on the ground, a couple times. Question: Is Evan here? That's a good question. Yes, you did say he stayed behind to fight. Yeah, whereas he the other two, I, I have played him. Definitely ran off, ran off. Yeah, they ran off. I tried to think if he would go with them, but no, he is here with you. Uh, I, I I elbow Evan and I say, Dylan's taking your job, man. I will fucking end you, Roy. <laughs> And like anyone with a decently high intelligence score, I step off to the side and allow Grim to do the talking now. Yes. Oh, don't stop on behalf of the end of the world or anything. Yes. Continue your puerile fucking bullshit. I don't know why I expected more manners from the gentleman skeleton. <laughs> the gentleman went out of gentleman skeleton a long time yeah. ago. It's okay, Dylan. That was very Chaucer-like and I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I I wanted to channel, you know, some Heath Ledger, mm-hmm. some, you know, hey, Paul, Paul Bettany, Paul you know? Bettany Paul and Bettany. Uh, Alan Gotta Tudyk. Love Paul. Gotta love Paul. Uh, no, uh, direct is Alan Tudyk. <laughs> I will fuck <follow> you! <laughs> anyway. That's fair. Uh, are you rolling into some persuasion there, there, Grim? As you enter this room. Uh, let's go with intimidation. Fuck oh, I think that's man. I want to make an impression here. Pay presence. Persuasion. I mean, I could do that. I don't want to scare them, though. I mean, uh, it can be an intimidation. It doesn't need to be. No. <laughs> Pay presence. Just saying. Guys, I know I usually suck in these situations, but even I know. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not great anyway. Do I get advantage because of the assistance of my, of being introduced? <laughs> Yes. No. It's a legit question. No. No, these, okay. these are all well, kings. Not... They don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay, I'm just double checking. Oh, sorry. Are they still uh, yelling? It's only like a, it's only like a 12. Uh, there are people yelling, but the Thane and King Roland have, are, are eyeballing you as you come in, but you rolled a 12. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that was a persuasion or intimidate? Uh, intimidation. Okay. For all the underlings, really. I don't need to intimidate the the king and the thane. The thane. The king owes me his life, the, for God's sakes. Uh, king King Roland uh, does step forward to sort of your side of the table a little bit, Mister Grimm. It's it's good to see you back, but but this is a heated situation. Yes. Oh, I'm sure it is very heated, and I respect that you have very complex politics. But I also am very well aware that just just mere meters is meters a a. a Fucking measurement here. Sure, why not? I don't know. It's fine. Yes, we use fame meters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just mere meters above us is a maelstrom unlike any any of you mortals have ever seen in your entire lives. We are I know because I just left it. And I actually don't mean any of you. The four the how many fucking people are here? Five or six people here who walked in with me. They've officially seen it. But you 
You're here arguing about it, and I'd prefer we stop the arguing. I have a very important mission ahead of me, and my mission is really, really assisted by these people, and these people wish to talk to you. Now, I have done at least one of your great favor. I'm calling in the return of that favor now. And I look over at Roland. What I'd like is you to listen carefully to these gentlemen speak and to work with the Thane in the best of the two of yours ability to make this fucking work. Are we agreed? And Grim gets this like shit eating grin on his face <laughs> that you can you can just kinda like tell again. It's like manic. Because, <laughs> yes, is this possible? Thank you. Ro- Roland, uh he speaks up. I am in agreement, Grim. I am. I support you and your favors will be well paid. It is the Thane who seems to be uninterested in further aiding the people of Griffinport. He seems to think that he can pick and choose which ones deserve his support. Uh, I'll lean into Mr. Grimm and just whisper in his ear. He doesn't want to help any of the orcs of Poor District or any of that. You know. Just to give you a heads up. And I lean back away. And and what per se is your reasoning for this? History. Buff is do, doing a cat's cradle and goes, has anybody talked to the Thieves Guild? I'm pretty sure they have access to some of the underground tunnels. Yeah, those are all flooded. Try again. Oh no, those those are flooded and they're on the way. Long gone. Hopefully the Thieves Guild people are it's on all the fucked. way. Um, yeah, I, honestly, at this point, I think Bop would know that the dwarves have, have have had to dig, like, trench tunnels to make sure that the water is not diverted into their place because it's below the sewer okay. system. They've been shooting the water out the cliff face. You, you, you're aware <laughs> okay. of that. It's gray water. It's gray water. Yeah. No, it's pretty fucking clear nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> it's clear water. So. It doesn't work. There you go. It's like, <laughs> Creedence, clear so, water. According to, to what I've heard, there is some history... That prevents you from allowing some of these peoples in. So you'd rather reduce the force that you have of allies to help you in the future is what you're telling me. You'd rather not make a deal for the future of your kingdom or whatever this is. And instead allow your stubbornness to make what a could be a friend into a guaranteed enemy. This is what I've heard. Yeah, so the Thane starts to speak up, and then there is a female voice that comes from the other side of the table. Uh, Somebody who enters through a back room speaks up. Bop, you remember this is the character Daraka, who only had one interaction before with you guys. Which went relatively bad. Don't know how much... Yeah, so out of a back room uh, steps this this Dorvan woman. Once again, I'll describe her because it's been a while. She comes out, and she is dressed in a Dorvan style for women, where they take the fine beard hair that she has. Yes, beard hair. Uh, she has black hair, and it is woven into a lace gown. Her hair and beard are turned into almost like a a, uh, a burka that weaves, but this one's a little sexier. It's like this black lace outfit made out of her very hair. Um, That's she steps horrifying. out, and you... Thank you. Yeah, yep. I, maybe you weren't there last time. Um, <laughs> she steps out, and she says, And what good would it do the dwarves? To ally with someone who is so obviously beaten by their enemies. Oh, you think you could also weather this storm? Do you think that you will merely survive because you are underground? 
because I can tell you what's up there will come down here very quickly. Then, then here's an idea. Why don't we stop the storm? Oh, I'd love to. Oh. That is why we brought you here, actually, the Thane steps up. Give us the mantle so we can handle what you cannot. There we go. You cannot handle it, and if you would like the mantle, then you can fuck off. I've had a fucking hard day! Dylan's gonna step in front of Grim because, well... <laughs> it's, it's a, a good, good call. call. Yeah. It's a good call. And his back's to Grim. His hand's still behind his back, back clasped together. Evan puts his hand on your chest. Good, good job, Lord. Gives, calm down. He just kind of he gives you like a little talking to while Dylan steps up. I don't believe you are quite familiar with something, and maybe you are, and maybe I'm just wrong, or maybe this is just a tumultuous time and you are forgetting. But this city is is or was your ally. I thought at least you did not make an alliance with a king. You made an alliance with a country. And this country does not have one race, it does not have one people, and it does not have, <laughs> honestly, it does not have you to thank for its survival until now. We are asking for help. If you were in your, in our shoes, coming to us for help, would you want us to put stipulations upon it? To say, why don't we just attack you? Why, you're weak. Why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? Roll persuasion. It's with a dwarf because it's advantage. Uh, 19 total. Uh, you see the Thane, he looks like he has this thoughtful look on his face. You, you feel like you're winning him over, but then Daraka speaks up once again. Dwarves can weather any storm for within our walls, and it is not in our best interest to support these warring mortal human nations, orcs, humans. We should go back to the old ways and stay away. Yes, you have problems that you're dealing with the Fae, and we would like to help you complete those. She turns, if you would stop stopping us from helping you. We're but we stop. cannot put ourselves at any more risk than we already have. Now, I need all the heroes to roll Arcana. I'm trained in that, luckily. No, no, in the box. I don't think any of you aren't at this fucking point. Uh, <laughs> like, every one of you is mystic. 27. Mm, that's better than mine. Makes sense. I'm part wizard. 15. Uh, 20. 14? Okay. Bob clasps his beard. Rubs his hand down his beads. Yeah. Um, Bop, you've had trouble with Daraka. Uh, you've, you've talked to her before. She didn't like You me. know that she's always had this. She's had, yeah, she doesn't like you. She's always been kind of uh, antagonistic toward your what you have told the Thane, and she has the Thane's ear in a way that you just cannot break. Um, Dylan, with your high perception and high arcana, you, re- you notice that the runes in the chamber thrum at the same time she talks. Hey. Papanopolis. As I was saying, mm-hmm. why are you still talking in this Dorvin hold? Papanopolis. Mm-hmm. What are those runes of power thrumming upon this king's hold? I haven't seen anything like that in quite some time. Uh, the, Thane, the Thane speaks up and says, They keep our meetings see- safe and silent then from prying they, eyes. Why do they only thrum when she speaks? Roll persuasion. As Bop's eyes slide over to the king and he lifts an eyebrow. 21 total. Gotta love advantage with dwarves. Um, you see that she's not talking and you point at the, the things and all of the uh, the dwarves look. Uh, the Thane looks at it and then looks at the rest of you and then he looks at, at and then some of the dwarves look at Bop. It's like, Bop, check the roots. Hmm. I, I, I haul out. I've carried this thing forever. I haul out my magnifying glass. I start going over it. 
I love that he has a magnifying glass so uh, fucking It's probably much. been there since level fucking beginning. Yeah. Um, roll me Arcana Bop. Roll me another one. We roll you another one. With advantage? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, first roll was higher, so 24. Yeah, so Bop, you realize that, that, that this ring has never been... You, you know that, that there was a purpose to this ring. This ring of runes has been standardized. You do know that she is supposedly the one who put it in, especially as they built this, because she's sort of his shaman mm-hmm. or his, his court wizard. But you notice that there are other runes engraved in it. As you make this realization... Well, that's definitely not supposed to be there. You see she slaps her hand down on the stone table, and all the runes light up. I need everyone to roll a charisma save. As she activates the rune. Oh, she could go fuck herself. I rolled 22 total. Okay. <laughs> I'm rolling hot. Ready for it. You ready for meddling. it. Meddling. Okay. That's a 19 from Grim. It was a shitty roll, but okay. that's, a, that's, a seven, that's, a that's a 17 from Bob. Something I'm not oh, hell yeah, boys. Something I'm not great at. <laughs> all right. That's a 16 uh, plus 6. Oh, okay. that's more than 20. <laughs> um, You guys all save, which means you guys only take... 15 psychic damage as you are filled with mental anger. Oh, I don't like that. 15 uh, psychic damage. It fills your brain with this spike of mental anguish as if somebody tortured someone you loved. You can hear vaguely Daraka's voice carrying over the sound of screams from from yourself and the people in the room as a lot of people crumple holding their heads. Uh, There are wails and cries and she says, I thought that I was done with you people. <laughs> Akara failed, and now there's just me. So you know what? I think it's time for me to get a little vengeance for what's left of my order. Um, that tracks. And uh, you are filled with incredible pain. Uh, it is similar to the magic that you felt when you fought the Sisters of V. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you don't. And you're not leaving here. <sighs> From uh, one hell to another, huh, Grim? I think you guys have a you mortals have a phrase about fire and frying pans. I don't know. Roll your fucking phrases. Roll me, roll me initiatives, guys. (laughs) Jam the slots. (laughs) It's okay. Oh, my first shitty initiative. Oh wait, I have an advantage. I'm not fresh either. We're gonna be so great. (laughs) Oh, sick! Natural twenty on my initiative. That's a twenty-three. Nice. Thirteen. Fourteen. 23. So, um, so Grim, it's going to be your turn, followed by Dylan's. Immediately, you guys feel the spike of pain. You hear her say this. It's your go. She has her hand slapped on the front of this, and you see in the center is also uh, growing an expanding portal of some kind. Seems to be coming um, so, out of the center of the table. So, sh- to be fair, is this a spell? Um, like, to counterspell? Yeah. No, she's basically activating a magic item that she has created well, I've had about enough of all of this bullshit, and though I could cast many other things, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna further. I'm gonna use the seventh level slot I just got. Oh. Oh shit. And I'm gonna cast the one thing that I know that'll just hit her. Okay. If I just roll high enough. Okay. It's been a wild day. Let's cast another chaos fucking bolt. At seventh uh, level? Oh wow. Yes. That's horrifying. Um. Do you think that 19 plus 11 will hit her? I think it will. I've never oh. seen a Chaos Bolt cast this high. All right, Neither. so Chaos Bolt's going to give you the the regular 2d8 
Um, she she raises her her one of her hands and attempts to cast counterspell. Because this level is fourth level or higher, she's got to see if she can roll high enough. Um, you go ahead and roll damage. Uh, did she get a save? No, it's an attack. You already hit her. Uh, she's gonna try to counterspell this this attack. It's cold damage, and there's three thin hits. Seventy-six. So. Okay, so it's 27 plus 3, 30. 30 damage. Okay, um, 30 cold damage strikes. Uh, she puts her hand up. It looks like she tries to cancel it. It doesn't work. The cold damage picks her up and throws her uh, to the edge of, of the circle. That makes it Dylan's turn. Oh, oh wait. I still have a bonus action. Oh. Unsheath the sword. <laughs> put it to my face. Dispatch them. Sword flies off. Question, are we just fighting her? So far. Yes. Okay. Does a 20 hit her? A 20, yeah. Then we're also going to get a solid 7 plus 5 out of that as the sword strikes her. Okay. She hits the ground. She gets pinned down like by the by the rapier point that flutters at her. Dylan, it's your turn. She, she is alive, but she's yelling and she looks pretty messed up by that. Uh, Dylan's hands uh, have been behind his back this whole time, unclasp, and he darts quickly, grabbing static as he runs. And uh, he ignites the blade in green flame and shall bring it down upon her. Is she prone or just... She's prone. She's prone? Fuck yeah, that's advantage. 27 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. With that, and uh, you know what? I'm just going to burn the charge immediately uh, to do an additional D8 of lightning. Okay. Uh, 45 points of damage. Okay. And now? Damn. Uh, since uh, we did... no, how do you want to do this? Uh, cause this, honestly, Dylan's more offended by the idea that this trusted advisor might have done something awful to the dwarven people who have actually always treated him well, except Bop sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Bop treats you well for Bop. He, <laughs> he jumps, slides across the table, grabbing static, ignited in green flame, and with a very much a righteous fury, brings it down in an explosion of flame and lightning cutting across her and killing her yeah as as she as her face as the eyes kind of light kind of goes out of her eyes you see her go say erin yes kill them uh and it's at that point that you realize that this circle growing in the center of the table a clawed hand is uh reaching up out of it fuck action surge okay um as you as you do that uh i will say uh horizon yells out we must break the circle! Got it. Uh, action surge, and I'm gonna dart towards the runes, and as I do, I'm going to place my hand upon one of them and use my new spell. What'd you take? Shatter. Okay. Man, team favorites, right? <laughs> Y'all ain't into that. Do you play favorites? Of course we do. <laughs> Let's... Uh, I was leading into the thunder and lightning, you know, evolving from his fire originally. Thunder and lightning, man, LLC, yeah. Yeah. So, Dylan just runs over to the wall and places his hand upon it. And by the way, this is an AoE. He's going to take some hit from this. And he's just going to press down upon it and unleash a thunderous force of energy uh, that will uh, hopefully shatter the wall, if anything. How much the roll damage, and I will let you know how this works. All right. Uh, 3d8 thunder damage. 16 points of damage 
Uh, you see that the, the portal stops opening, which forces this... It, the portal seems to come to a stop, but it doesn't close it. Not enough damage. You see that the runes are still lit up around the circle. However, it looks like you've stopped the portal from growing any bigger, and you see that this devil is clawing its way out. You've uh, forced it to move at a slower pace. It's going to use its full movement to get out, uh, and then it's going to use its follow-up... Uh, its, its attack action to move again. It jumps toward you, Dylan, across the table. Uh, what stands before you is a, a surprisingly beautiful uh, female form. It is uh, has bat wings. It has a it carries a long sword, a long bow. It's got dark gray skin and fire in its eyes. It's if I think Dylan might know from his short time in the in the university, it is a Irenius or a Fury. <laughs> Uh, uh, a, a devil. Wait, I just remembered something else I have. Because okay, we, but your we, turn's up. No, we forgot to talk about my bonus action. Okay. <laughs> to quote, and something I have, when I use an action to cast the cantrip... We gotta stop talking about these bonus actions. <laughs> when, we, when I use an action to make an attack, I can use my bonus action to make a weapon attack. To When I make an action to okay. uh, cast a cantrip, basically, because Eldritch Knight, I can make a basic melee attack with my weapon as a bonus. Okay, we'll go for that. Uh, I am all about swinging. Uh, 27 to hit. Okay. Uh, 27 to hit. Yeah, you hit him. Uh, that's no sneak attack since I already did that. And no green yeah. flame blade. So that's 9, and I'll burn the charge I just got to make it 10. 10 damage. Okay. <laughs> One point of lightning. All right, so as you uh, as you do that, Dylan, and you attack it because it came up on you, technically you would have had to meet it, but we aren't going to worry about that because he came to you. Um, uh, you do that, and another arm starts to poke out of the hole. That's gonna make it Bob. Runes! Break the runes! Help! No, Help! <laughs> I've had about a fucking enough of this bullshit. Oh, just a, just a moment, just a moment. As And I put my hand up against the runes. As a spe- I cast stone shape, and I just kind of wipe the runes off the wall. <laughs> Oh man, it's it's the finesse of a properly trained wizard, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can shatter shit; it's effective. But man, when you really know what you're doing. <laughs> so, and basically, I take up it or with with stone shape it a medium sized section, but no more than five feet in any dimension is erased. Slash okay. The, 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 uh, the, I th- the runes are pushed off the wall. It's like uh, I roll me an arcana check. <laughs> uh when Bop fails Arcana checks. Uh Oh no. Eleven. <laughs> okay. Bruh. Bop, you look over and you think, oh, that's the rune. That's the one. And you run over to it and you cast Stone Shape and you wipe it away. And uh once again the whole thing flashes. It causes the portal to snap shut, but everyone in the room needs to make another charisma check as the pain effect fires one more time. Oh, excellent. Uh, that's a nine. Ooh, yeah. Uh, 18. Okay. I had uh, a good everybody, turn. Garbage again. 14. That's a natural 20. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Roy, Dylan, you're going to both take 30 damage. You guys take okay. 15 again. Sounds good. As he does that, the portal snaps shut, and this arm of this demon that was crawling out just gets cut off. It immediately starts turning to ash and blowing away, like, in this imaginary, like, smoky wind, um, as whatever it was attached to is severed and left back in hell. Uh, 
you guys all have another spiked pain in your head, and uh, Bop, if you have a bonus action, you can take it. But then it's going to be Roy. Then after that I go, you know, I would have filled your keg, but oh well. And, I, and I'll just- Okay. The Aaron Yace looks at you like, did you just hit on me? That's right. <laughs> Yay, a distraction. I pull out a, uh, <laughs> I pull out a wand. Okay. No, that's, Are you done? Bob hits on the I pull demon. Out, yeah, no, that's my thing. I pull out a hey, wand. Hey, stay in your lane. All right, Roy, you're up. Uh, you guys immediately hear the sound of the raging storm that's coming from way out uh, on the cliff face snaps back uh, because you are no longer in a dome of silence. So it's just this one scary thing that uh, we yeah. are now currently fighting? Okay. Yeah. Uh, does hit? Fuck. I am uh, going to cast Hold the Dead again. Okay. That is a 15 wisdom save. He succeeds. He got 16. Didn't you call it a she earlier? She. She succeeds. She succeeds. She got a 16. Plus what, though? Plus I can tell you, but <laughs> I almost got you. You did. You almost had me. Is this close? All right. I do nothing. <laughs> All right. Uh, Roy, uh, I glare at it. Grim. And nothing happens. Help. That didn't work out how I wanted it to. What a strong glare you have. Does that count as intimidation? Do <laughs> you glare at it? I mean, you, it, it's it's technically it can be it's like within thirty feet. Do you want to try to do? Don't, don't let me roll that. <laughs> don't let you don't want me to roll that. No, I'm not rolling intimidate. You have fearsome presence. You have frightful presence. I will. I mean, fuck. I will yeah. use that. You could just frighten yeah, me. Yeah. 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 I'll use that. Uh, I'll use fate presence. What's the save that I give you for that? That is another wisdom saving throw. DC seventeen. Seventeen this time. This one succeeds. The area just looks alarmed by you. Fuck yeah. You and Avil do your... Give me something. What does Avil say with you? Oof. <laughs> That's my kill. <laughs> <laughs> can, just, can you please just, just stop? <laughs> can you please not? Can you please just... Can you please knock it off? We it's, cannot. It's been a long day. Please can stop we, it. Not? Please don't. <laughs> Please, I just, yes, I, I absolutely need I'm a so nap. Tired. Can you if just you could go just over and die so I could feed on your essence? That would be great. It's literally this. What was that <laughs> second part of you? Don't worry about it. Uh, you're busy. Don't get hit. <laughs> Grim, it's your turn. Hell yeah, Grim's turn. That's like almost the last of my spells I use right there. Do I know if they're immune to poison? Uh, roll me an arcana. Oh, are you kidding me? That rolled right into almost a 20. It was halfway between two uh, things. cocked. Yeah, cocked hard. Okay, Arcana, that's a 6 plus whatever my Arcana skin is. You don't know. 6, 12. You don't know. Um, well, dispatch them. Off goes the sword. Zips from her to, to him. Yeah, it, uh, no, her to her. Her to her. My, my apologies. I don't know. I just think that all demons are men. What do you want? You know? Isn't that right, that's ladies? That's, uh... Wow. <laughs> that take that is. What a hot take that is. All right. Um, have fun with your hot take there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, that was a one for the, the, the cane, so it doesn't make it. It doesn't do anything. And then I'll pull out my troll bone fucking thing. Ooh, the bow. Yep. And I'll fucking try to hit it with this thing. Hell yeah, I'm pretty sure 26 will do it. That'll do it. That does hit. Yeah. Here's a... Uh, it's nine plus. There's it's two d six, right? Yeah, two d six poison for. Say okay, nine plus six poison. So you do nine. You watch the poison just splash across it. It doesn't seem to have an effect. Sick. Dylan, you're up. So 
Son of a bitch. This uh, poison splashes across her back. She looks over her shoulder. Fire just sort of blazes out from the like across her back, and and like she seems to just flare up in flame occasionally as she moves, and then she turns back to you. As she looks back at me, uh, one hand has a bottle. I pop open the cork with my mouth and chug it down as I heal <laughs> for a bonus action with the potion. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna use one of my greater healing. Okay. Cause I ain't fucking around. Forty-four plus four to heals. One. One. Oh no. One. Oh no. Uh, I heal eleven on a greater healing. Good job, bud. And uh, with my other hand, I'm gonna use static with a green flame coated blade. Okay. Shit. Uh, thirteen to hit. No. No, not even. Not even a little bit. Shit. Uh, I would like to note that it is frightened by me, so it, just uh, a reminder that it has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. Sweet. Shit. Uh, so with that, my blade misses its mark as I am pretty fucked up. Uh, I'm about a third of my health after healing. Yeah, the Arrhenius is, uh, it's, uh, it's its turn. Uh, I, after I do that and I miss, with the cork still in my mouth, I just spit the cork at him. <laughs> Fuck you. It bounces off her nose and she attacks you three times. That's fair. Luckily, disadvantage. Yeah, lots of disadvantage. I'm gonna roll a bunch of dice here. Let's see. Alright. So she's just gonna unload on you with this fucking longsword. She is gonna hit you one time. Aaron, also, fucking, like, Horizon's here and, like, all these other people are here. When are their turns coming? They all failed their psychic saves. Oh, so they are... They're across you. Fuck. It's you guys. Yeah, I know. All right. That sounds suspiciously story-driven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Dylan, that's going to be... You're going to take eight slashing and another 13 poison. Uh, uncanny dodge. I also believe you are resistant to poison. Uh, I am. Bob. Well, you still haven't gotten them yet. And I reach out my hand. My hand starts to glow. And I make a fist. And ice. And I cast Big B's hand. So a large hand of shimmering translucent force just <laughs> smacks her across the face. He's using the spell cadence. Mm. <laughs> uh, so Big B's hand, what does that do? Specifically, a giant hand grabs the Arrhenius, but what does that do? It, it, in this case, I'm using it to punch. Uh, so to punch. Uh, 16 plus. That'll hit. Nine. So 10 D8 damage. Wow. It hits. Uh, then 10d8. Fuck her up. That'll fuck her up. This this storm of attacks is coming at you from this crazed flaming Erinus, and then you just see this giant fist pounded into the wall next to you. Uh, what damage do you do? I do um, 49 damage. Just. Whoa. What the? Dude. Fuck. Damn. Okay, yeah, it wasn't 10d8. That was 10. Oh, yeah, it's 10d8. That was a low roll. He said 49. Yeah, 10d8. Right? He could have hit it for 80. 80 was 80 like damage. Top. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she got fucked up. But you have something else. Uh, now I can just move it around. So I, I move the hand between uh, me and the air and yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, Bob. <laughs> You're, I don't know why you're always so damn dramatic when you talk before casting a spell, but I really like it when you cast a spell. I'm not. I really like it. Dylan, Dylan, I'm not pulling the punches in this fight. You've been pulling the. Hey, we're <laughs> friends, right? We're friends, right? We cool? For right now. He's been practically kid gloves with you. For right now. <sighs> oh. 
Were you this punny before? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a recent invention. <sighs> he was on the road too long. I've been yeah, hanging yeah. out with Tigawa. It's that trucker truck. It's that trucker trucker one nine speak that he does all day. <laughs> okay, I'm going to use my uh, my final spell slot here for my well, because it's my only first, my final first level spell slot because I have no other spell slots after this. Uh, I'm going to cast hex. Okay. And then after that, guess what I'm gonna cast? It's gonna be Eldritch Blast. And so that is. A 16, a 14, and a 9 plus 10 to hit on all of them. Then you hit. Fuck, you had 10? God, you're high levels then. Why did I let you guys level up? Why did I do that to myself? I don't know. It's fucking stupid. This is some rookie DM shit. (laughs) Honestly. This is your first fucking day. Yeah. I did I did milestone. I didn't have to say you guys leveled up. In the wise words of Ryan, what are you new? I'm new, (laughs) bud. I'm three years new. I will never forget that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm the oldest new guy here. Your spare parts, bud. So that is uh, 38 damage total. 38. Yeah. Uh, what three height? Eldritch Blasts, and they're also hexed. That's force damage as well. Holy shit. Okay. It's just mirror. It's almost like we've had to kill demon. <laughs> More or less. Once or twice. Though it's never gone this smooth. Um, Have we actually ever fought demons? You fought some devils, yeah. yeah. Oh, at the school. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Not a handful, but like not a, not a, not not too many. Uh, boy, that's the end of your turn. Uh, yeah, because I did use a bonus action, and it is not like dangerously in front of me, so I will stay put. Uh, Grim. All right. Uh, does an eighteen hit? It do. Barely. Meets beats. Okay. Cool. You hear it start to to wail and uh, scream as it starts to be riddled Eight. with shit. <laughs> Eight damage from the rapier. Okay. That's gonna be four. Then. Then I'll uh, use a. Oh, that's uh, magic. And that's a bonus action. Okay. That's a bonus action with the rapier. Then I'm going to use a sorcerer point to distance spell my shocking grasp. I'm sure a 25 hits. Okay. For 10 damage. Okay. Dylan, you're up. Oh, I toss aside the empty potion bottle, pull up my shield, and I'm about to go fuck him up. Are you? Uh, this time, I'm going to coat my blade in thunderous energy with booming blade. And I shall swing at them again. Wait, I'm a fucking idiot. Insightful fighting, insight versus deception, so I can get sneak attack. Oh man, we really stupid dice. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. She fails. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I attack with booming blade upon this demon. Uh, that is. You said 19 to hit, right? For armor yeah, class. Yeah. 18. 18. Oh, I rolled 19 total. So that's gonna be a hit. Uh, 35 points of damage. Uh, Dylan, how do you want to do this? Uh, as it is slammed by spells and a giant floating fist as Dylan was back against the wall, he looks over at the demon in the wall next to him after being punched, spins around with the blade, and slices right at the neck, lopping its head off, pulling the scimitar free, and flicking the blood off before walking towards the table again. And Dylan walks back, sets the static exactly where it was, puts his shield back, and then stands where he was with his hands clasped behind his back. The outer doors are pushed open by a cadre of Dorban warriors as you guys finish this fight. You see the Thane getting to his feet. I helped the Thane to his feet because I feel like I was right there. Yeah, you are. You guys, you helped the Thane to his feet. The uh, the Dorban warriors step in and they say, Sir, someone is, uh, someone is using the elevator. The freight one.
tavern goers thank you again for joining us for another adventure on torchlit tavern hopefully you've been listening to us up to our finale but if not you can find a summary of the story so far after episode 101 if you're looking for other ways to listen to us you can find us on any podcasting service don't forget to rate like and review it helps so much we have no designs on any vast empire but the more you help the more we can share our small silly story with others if you wish to reach out to us you can contact us directly at torchlittavern at gmail.com you can find us on twitter Jeff can be found at big underscore J underscore the bad man. Randall can be found at Argo Omega. Mitch can be found at Bane Armory. Ryan can be found at Ryan SCB Santos. And I am at Agent Beige. Our theme song was written and originally performed by Mason Santos. All music and sound effects for this episode were brought to you by Epidemic Sound. Check out our referral link to their website in the episode description. Additional sounds used in this episode were from freesound.org. This episode was edited by Ryan Santos and Jameson Oxford. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget, Heroes is boring. Hey, uh, no one, um, ask about Horizon's wand, by the way, just... What about my wand? Shit! <laughs> <laughs>